RTD Live Talk, Detroit's number one YouTube talk show. We are back at it for a hmm, interesting, <laughs> interesting Monday uh, live stream. Looking forward to connecting and finding out what's on your radar. As always, I want to make sure I provide an opportunity for everyone in the community to let their voice be heard. So feel free to uh, let me know where you're watching from in the chat. Any new viewers, any returning viewers, definitely let me know where you're plugging in from. And also, it's no talk show unless you have someone to talk to. So when the phone lines open up, 313-462-00 is the number uh, to call and let your voice be heard. And so lots of interesting subjects to touch on. But one thing that I, I want to make sure I continue to uh, uh, make you guys aware of for those that are not too in tune is that pay attention to the signs. Never mind what you are hearing try to weave through the noise and figure out what's really going on. And one thing that I think is worth really mentioning is the fact that literally within one month, two pretty significantly, uh, you know, large size economies uh, have been experiencing some form of a bank run slash rush down to the bank to try to withdraw something and uh, of course, Ukraine is not a you know not not too big of a nation overall. But once again, millions of people uh, all of a sudden wake up to the reality that things are not what they uh, what they seem they or what they should be like, and decide to go out and get uh, some funds out the bank and have issues doing so. So three bank runs in one month is definitely something worth uh, touching on. On top of the other things that I'm going to address as well. So anyway, hope everyone's doing well. Uh, for those that are tuning in, definitely show your support for the channel. Hit that thumbs up and um, let me know where you guys are watching from. And I'll definitely love to shout you out real quick. And also, whatever you guys are hearing, seeing, witnessing in your neck of the woods, feel free to let me know uh, via the chat. And uh, definitely we can bring that up and uh, make that a topic. All right. So let's jump right in, man. Uh, yeah. So I see more people are being notified. Hopefully, as I mentioned, hit the thumbs up button, show your support for the channel. And also, it might work, might not work. Hit the uh, hit the bell notification. You you may get notified, but uh, that's why it's important to make sure you plug into other avenues such as the Telegram and the Discord, where there is interaction uh, in the community throughout the day. Anyway, we got LB LBP checking in. We got Tom checking in. We got Bougie Prepper checking in. Let me see JoJo. We got let me see here DK checking in. Natural Mama checking in. Faith Parent Carl checking in uh we got uh brian checking in from texas dr moda will smith checking in all right so a few more people we got yarrow okay from dallas mike c james from uk how you doing james let me know what's happening in your neck of the woods we got mike from new jersey checking in all right more people will jump in and uh, you know if you guys don't mind for those that are in the chat encourage and remind those who do plug in a little bit late to uh definitely make sure they hit the bell notification and uh Hit that thumbs up, make it easier. Hopefully, more people are notified. I uh, appreciate you, uh, the curious bra, uh, bricklayer. Appreciate you, man. All right, so let me jump into some things, man. So before I get into the headline stories that we're going to try to n navigate through to make you know help things make sense, I want to just put uh, uh, share share some information with you uh, from the Discord. And as I always mentioned, if you want to make sure that you know your stories are heard as well as whatever you're you know focusing on is heard, put it in the Discord or in the Telegram, and I go through there and grab stuff to highlight it this evening. Uh, Brandon, appreciate you, my man. 
Yeah, so uh, right now things are unfolding at a much faster rate, and I think it's worth touching on. So I want to make sure I remind people that the mainstream news is more more propaganda-based than it is actual uh, informative, factual information just because you can't believe anything. Even me, you know, never believe anybody that's telling you something until you do your own investigative work. And so let me share with you something that uh, was put in the Discord today by one of the community members that really shines light on the fact that eh, you really can't believe what you read or what you hear. So somebody in the Discord put this out there. Appreciate you as always. Here is uh, what looks like two, the same picture, two different headlines, two different time frames, but it's circulating as relatively newer news. And once again, could it be the media source? Could it be just the overall, you know, entities that's trying to push this narrative of, you know, extreme conflict, war, yada, yada, yada. But this was something interesting. So we got uh, February 25th of this year. And then we have what looks like uh, uh, March, March 23rd of 2016 to the far right. So same picture. I'm assuming two different hairline, two different headlines, different time frame. Right. Who do you believe? Uh, yeah. So I'd assume that 2016, that picture might be more accurate, even if that picture is for real. But just something that you're make you aware of. And here, here's another one, <laughs> which I thought was funny. Uh, one picture to the right is a post via social media from somebody circulating information based upon what they might have saw or they might be the you know creator of this misleading information here. But you see the picture to the left on uh, last week. 224-2222. And then you see on the right a snippet from a movie called The War of Crimeas from 2017. <laughs> so similar pictures, same pictures, two different narratives, two different time frames. Who do you believe? You know, come on now. So anyway, this is just what's out, what's circulating out there. So be careful. I know I've dialed back on just accepting everything as face value to use as something to, to just even question outright. So try to be a little bit more careful on my side. So feel free uh, to let me know what you guys think about that. But here is something else that I want to make sure I bring to your attention. You know, what we're experiencing, and let me, so did you guys, you may not, but maybe you have. Um, let me uh, put out, put something out there. There was a, a trend, a tweet earlier that uh, caught my attention and I put it on the, and I put it in the Discord and it has to do with an interview from a mainstream news source. And the reporter was talking to a, looks like a Ukrainian um, woman. And she talked about the continuous, the continuous push. Let me put it on the screen right here. So here's a video right here. And I will play it because... I'm going to chime in on this and share a little, share a little something on top of that. But let me just put this up before you guys. So here is that video here from, uh, from earlier. And this was uh, this morning, but let me just listen to what she says. And you guys let me know if this actually is something that makes sense, but I'm gonna play this video real quick and then we'll touch on it further and dive into all the stories I have. So I'll start this over, but in 12 seconds, listen to what she's fighting for. Right now, it's a critical time because we know that we not only fight for Ukraine, we fight for this new world order for the democratic countries. We knew that we are the shield for the Europe.
Right now, it's a critical time because we know that we not only fight for Ukraine, we fight for this new world order for the democratic countries. We knew that we are the shield for the euro. Right? We knew that we were the shield for the euro. And not only are we fighting for Ukraine, we're fighting for the new world order. And so, yeah, I love just reminding people of the current power paradigm narrative that we are uh up against for the most part principalities and powers and evil places up at the top and so i just want to just put together i just want to show something real quick uh, a spinoff of something that was put in the chat so we see the person in the middle with the fourth industrial revolution book basically uh the script for executing this next world order and then we see all the cronies and the puppets around this individual that's joined suit with this agenda and of course there's nobody that is too good to be mentioned on this list in my opinion from the g's to the putins to the bills to the george to the macron to the trumps to the bill to the clinton so just so we all are aware that there's a lot of bad actors out there but they're working towards the same agenda which unfortunately um does not put the humanity in a very good place but yet, once again, from a biblical standpoint, we were all aware of this. And this has a lot to do with, as I always mentioned, this current power paradigm where, you know, all the local politicians fall into this category. We got the corporation Wall Street sector, all the entities put together here, all working towards that agenda of, you know, the, the eye at the top. We know what the eye is all about. So anyway, that's just a little something I want to start off with. But let's jump into some uh, headlines, as always, for those that are tuning in. Definitely let me know where you're watching from in the chat. Uh, hit that thumbs up. Just hopefully the algorithms kick in, notify a couple more people. And as always, you got stories of whatnot you want to touch on. Throw it out there in the chat. When the phone lines open up, we can talk further. All right. So let me let me just jump on some things that I think is worth mentioning. Uh, outside of the noise of what we're being told, what, what, what we're seeing, regardless of that, there's a lot of people who are, there's no way you can't buy into the, the, the fear and the doom that's been put out there because when you see stories and whether they're real or not, who knows? But you know, I, I don't doubt that there are actually people out there that's financially concerned with their current situation, given the fact that we've been under we've been under severe attack for the last two years, being told what we can, what we can't do. So I'd imagine more people are now are co- probably questioning what's going on. And uh C says, Ob says, IB says, no NWO, please. Uh, oh, we're order. Yeah, you know, take it for what it's worth, but you know, there's still a lot of uh, extremely wealthy people that are trying to pull some strings behind the scene. So, you know, whether they succeed or not, you know, that's in God's hands, but I'm going to keep moving. But uh, it's good to know who your enemies are. You know, say so keep your enemies close and you keep your friends close and your enemies closer. You know, keep it out on these people, uh, even though the narrative is changing. But anyway, so let me jump to this real quick. Uh, so I've seen more than enough videos to try to, to kind of validate the fact that a lot of people in Russia are concerned, especially when, you know, your stock market's closed or your, your portfolio's, uh, over the last couple of days don't look like they're performing extremely well. And, you know, you're probably experiencing higher costs at the store on a stick on the shelves with goods and services and stuff like that in some regions in Russia, I would imagine. And so here, long lines at Russia ATMs as bank runs begin with more pain to come, analyst says. Once again, this is a Western puppet the saying this. So to come, who knows? But once, as I said earlier in the video earlier, all this is a part of a bigger agenda. And along with that agenda, unfortunately, will come pain. That's why it's good for people that are awake and aware to try their best to minimize that pain by 
not being overly, um, you know, overly dependent from the for the long haul of this and the current financial legacy paradigm that is shifting right before our very eyes. And so Russia, ATM, bank runs, something worth talking about. Here's another little headline here from uh, a couple of days ago, but it says Ukrainians and Russians are packing ATM lines, prompting fears of what happened in the U.S. during the Great Depression. <laughs> That's a hell of a headline, wouldn't it? That, that'd get your attention. <laughs> so you see a picture. This picture could be old as I don't know what. But once again, you know, I imagine there's enough fear out there where more people are probably concerned with going to get some cash out right now. And so just something worthwhile. But then also, let's not forget what happened in Canada earlier this month. But this is a article from this past weekend it says Canadian bank run continues. So this is might be an isolated portion, you know, right in the Ottawa area of Canada. But here is a picture of a tweet that I think uh, lets you know that if it's not a bank run, the banks themselves. And this is what we should expect more of in the developed nations pretty soon as more people probably question the narrative and start to feel more of a pinch. Uh, when a government decides to freeze bank accounts of ordinary Canadians because it doesn't like who they support, it should be a wake up call. Can anyone blame Canadians for losing faith in the banking system? And then here is uh, some information. It says heads up Scotia bank now has a max withdrawal amount per day of 2000 cash. That is all. So, uh, withdrawal limitations, restrictions on how much you can withdraw will be something I, I would imagine here in the U.S., if not already. And, and also this, I think it was uh, yesterday, I saw some, uh, got some communication from some community members talking about uh, ATMs being down as well as possible limitations on being able to withdraw. So I would imagine before we experience some type of bank run in this country or as well as probably you know other nations there will probably be some restrictions and limitations on top of the fact as i've always talked about a lot of your small mom and pops local commercial retail banks have already shut their doors already limiting the exit points for people to get cash as things move forward so three bank runs one month is something worth paying attention to in my opinion so uh that let me know you guys thoughts on that and we can keep it moving. So uh, next headline. Here's something that really. And so this month is going to be somewhat of a, uh, a a truthful month for the FOMC and the Board of Governors, the, the group of unelected officials that basically control our national currency, as well as uh, they are the overseers of the current world currency. And so here is something worth uh, talking about, because I didn't hear about this much today, but. This is very telling of the true, true condition of our country. So today, the U.S. Chicago Purchasing Managers Index or the PMI came out and boy, was it not pretty. And so we are trending down, meaning the current managers index determines the economic health of the manufacturing sector in the Chicago region. A reading above 50 indicates expansion of the manufacturing sector. A reading below that indicates a contraction. And so as of right now, we have been trending downward. And so the month of February came in at 56.3 and it was expected to be or forecasted to be around 63. So 56, 63, big difference. So that right there shows more of a contraction or lack of expansion that uh, the narrative that they're going to try to push out there 
towards us, but it flew under the radar because the primary distraction, of course, is on Russia. And so slowing economic conditions at the same time, the Fed is talking about tapering. And I think about two weeks or so, we'll find out how that goes. And then on another note, something worth talking about, um, ISM purchasing managers index is also trending downward. And so it's two consecutive months of not meeting expectations. So literally the talk of tightening into a slowing economy does not necessarily fare well. And as TB, I see you out there, deflation, that's definitely some deflationary type stuff. And that's not including the housing situation is slowing down and all the non-performing loans out there that are starting to ripple effect through the economy, basically heading back towards the commercial banking sector. So uh, we have some interesting things going on where, you know, slowing down and not enough currency creation, <laughs> no stimulus packages in the last uh, what year now, I think. So just going to be very interesting to see how things play out and uh, we'll keep it moving. Uh, here is something worthwhile. While people in Russia in particular, it looks like uh, as the people look for exits out of the system, the alternatives that people are going to happens to be things that you know might entice and interest a lot of people here. And so we have the Bitcoin volume spikes in Russia and Ukraine as sanctions hit. So more people are looking to diversify out of their national currencies by using the digital asset space because it's probably easier, quicker, and convenient for some. But then also, uh, let's not forget about what the Bank of Russia is doing. They are deciding to get back into the weight game after it looks like taking a two-year pause. That's from what we're being told. And that's what their current official holdings with the World Gold Council might have us believe is true. But yet the Russian region is so massive, it's hard to believe that they were not you know, mining for gold within their own borders and not telling the World Gold Council. And so between citizens fleeing into digital assets and of course a lot of you know the big wealthier individuals probably you know buying yachts and mansions and boats in other countries to you know spread out their wealth a little bit we got uh just people looking for exits and so not only are they restricted on how much they can withdraw from the atms but then also they're when they can withdraw they're putting it into things other than keeping it in national currencies and then here's something else worth talking about because this is something that we can never see in a G7 nation. Russia's central bank doubles a key interest rate as sanctions spark economic turmoil. And so to fight their, uh, to fight the, or to, to combat rather the assault against their financial situation in their economy, they decided to just go through the roof with their interest rates. And given the fact that they are, they have a low debt to GDP they can afford to do this and there not be any type of real side effects because they're not indebted like everybody else. So just could you imagine the Federal Reserve or any other developed nation like this just saying, hey, we're going to hike our rates to basically be able to offer some form of an incentive for people to invest in our debt as well as pay our depositors more in rubles as well as in dollars and euros. So Central Bank of Russia capitulates key interest rate to 20 percent. So it was already creeping up since last year march they took it from 4.25 up to five and it's been going up ever since 
to support their currency because the ruble, once again, is one of those currencies that is not necessarily part of the, the big trading basket. And so they need to support their currency by making it making it worth people's while to invest in their country using their currency. So we see that happening there. But on top of that, uh, let me just keep it moving. Uh, this next one here, it says, what is this? The BEAC raises interest rates on deposits in rubles to 18% and launches a new foreign currency deposit. So this is as of today. So the BAC, I take it, is one of their local banks in Russia. So this is put out today. So it says, as a result, the maximum yield on a prime saving deposit. It says, available to holders of annual SBR prime and subscription or subscription is 18% on the savings deposit will be 16.5 per annum. On the promo managed deposit is 16%. So could you imagine, like right here in the, in the heavily indebted world, I think the average... Average savings rate is 0.01 on the dollar, as well as probably euros. Well, I think no, euros probably negative. I think so. Some countries, but could you imagine earning? I think so. Also, Argentina, to my knowledge, because their inflation is forty something percent or fifty percent. I want to say last time I checked, they're paying their depositors thirty five percent interest on keeping the pesos in the bank. So, you know, is it really worth? You know, getting a higher interest rate on a failing currency, not really, but it's an incentive by the institutions that they try to keep people from actually re- trying to re- remove all their currency. But uh, they're also, as it says here, if you keep foreign currency, you'll also get some yield on that. So currency, currency savings and dollars that will reach 5%. So keep your dollars in the bank, you'll get 5%. If you got euros, you get 3.5%. I don't see people really want to keep their dollars and euros in the bank due to the lack of confidence. But, you know, who who knows? But anyway, that's pretty much what I had on the table to uh, touch on. And uh, yeah. So what do you guys think, man? What uh, what's your perception of what's going on? And uh, let me know. Let's open the phone lines. Let's talk. As always, it's the People's Talk Show. Curious to hear what your thoughts are and how things are happening, going in your neck of the woods. So let's talk. And as always, throw out some thoughts in the chat at Rethinking a Dollar, and uh, we can jump on that right away and go from there. All right, let me see here. Let me check back. So, Peekaboo says, "What is this?" Says Putin said he was getting rid of the Nazis in Ukraine, the uh, Nazi World Order, also the bioweapons labs on his border. Remember, Gates said there will be a worse pandemic coming. Very true. I, I familiar with all that. It's definitely something, uh, something worthwhile. And, and oh, how could I forget? On top of all the, uh, you know, concerns of the financial conditions in Russia worsening, you know, every developed nation is, for most part, is deliberately coordinating to a, attack the Russian economy. They're getting their weight up by deciding to purchase more gold. But also, let's just remember. For holders of true sound money, what happens when you have already redeemed some of your national currency? Because mind you, for those that are you know not too in tune with you know monetary history, you know all every single fiat currency, regardless of the peso, ruble, yuan, they were all sold to the their population over the last fifty six years as being redeemable as a forms of paper and the 
and the, the and the fine print on each contract, i.e., currency unit, has evolved. And so, mind you, these units are always meant to be redeemable. That's how they were initially sold when here in America, especially when the greenback first came out, they were redeemable. And so, for people who keep that in the back of their mind, is that you know when you get paper or digital versions of paper, huh, you know it's only worth your while, in my opinion, to you know return some to sender by redeeming those things for sound money. And a good example as to people who do that here is what's happening right now in russia as of today when it comes to those that have swapped out of the paper digital side for the physical metals and silver and gold so here you see this is a long-term chart if you were a redeemer of paper for a long period of time you would have never lost any of your purchasing power you'd have preserved some of it through holding real metal but here we have the last year and literally within the last, let me just zoom in here. This is the week view. So as of this past Friday, one ounce of silver was fetching. You would have got you. Let me see here. So this is today. So it just changed me like that. But so as of today, 2,616.34 rubles for one silver shiny thing. And let's look at gold. This is gold, and this is about the refresh to today. So, so last time we checked this out was on Friday with the Mike and Mario show. So, as you see, as it as it as it, as it refreshed on the screen, <laughs> it shot up even more. So, as of right now, it's two hundred and eight thousand rubles for one ounce of gold, and this is just within the last month here. So, this is with the I'm sorry, this is with the last week. So, from last week, one hundred and forty six to two hundred and eight right now. If you were able to have gotten out, you would have not lost any of your purchasing power, relatively speaking. So as you see the importance of being aware of the importance of being able to redeem and get out of those fat, those fiat notes and digital versions of currency in times of crises, which is what a lot of people are experiencing now. So something to keep in mind for all my people out there. Um, all right, let's keep moving. Oh, so I see more thoughts. Uh, keep it here. So we got crypto. Chris says uh, Russia knew what the re response would be and have been planning this for eight years. Crypto Chris, 100 percent, man, like all the BRICS videos and stuff like that that I've done throughout the years, basically just highlighting their activity as it unfolded and as it was reported to us. So mind you, we only know what the headlines told us throughout the last couple of years. And that's why I believe that uh, the probability of them having some other type of system and something or another to roll out is definitely out there already. Dr. Moda says China's chips system will replace the SWIFT soon. They are the number one global superpower now. Um, yeah, anything's possible. And so for the video I did earlier about the interconnectivity, the interoperability or the interconnected, it can let me see interconnectedness if that's a word of you know, Russia's, India's, and China's, and the EU's Instex and Iran also got a little something on the side. If they were to all somehow, some way, you know, on a technical side, be able to connect all that, you know, checkmate, you know, game over. You know, you know, we really don't need to use your payment network to settle you know, our financial situations. So definitely keeping our eyes on the bricks moving forward. And this is how we can tell how things are either evolving or not. Will the U.S. and the EU and all those other partner nations 
will they now, will they sooner or later put pressure on the BRICS nations? Will they put pressure on them to, you know, either, hey, we need you to jump on board with these sanctions because if you don't do it, we can't, we won't be successful in really closing off all the exit points to really smother the Russian economy unless we have you guys on board. But then again, as I was talking about over the last couple of years, we've witnessed how whenever there was a, uh, you know, G20 or something like that, the G20 nations would get together. They'll have their two, three day retreat, you know, central banks, you know, central bank representatives, treasurers, treasurers, prime minister, finance, head, primary finance, all the people get together. And then the BRICS nations would have their two day little retreat after or they'll have their, you know, their special meeting you know, at a time that wasn't scheduled with anybody else to meet. And that's when they did all their, you know, photo ops with the handshakes and stuff like that. And during all those meetings, to me, that's when they were probably working out the kinks to uh, to how they were going to try to maneuver some things uh, in the future. And so I'm more than convinced that there is something already out there. And, you know, a lot of people, you know, a lot of people, I know I'm ranting, I got some calls, I'm going to get to them. I know a lot of people, are talking about the, I mean, the XRP people are right now, they're going crazy. They're going bananas right now. They are beyond excited at the fact that, you know, they like XRP has already sealed the deal. Once this litigation is settled, oh my goodness, my bag gonna go through the roof. I'm like, yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. You know, I hope you feel that way. I hope that, I hope that is the case. I hope, I hope everybody who's has their hope and dreams in digital assets solely, I hope they are not let down. And for my people who dip and dabble in both and beyond have diversifications and other things, you know, you'll probably be in a much more comfortable situation to be able to withstand some fluctuations and over here and over here, because, you know, you were not, you know, you're not, you didn't fall in love with one particular thing, you know? So that's just something worthwhile. But, you know, once again, these bricks, they've been holding hands for a long time. Believe me, them boys ain't coming together. They got grown men up there holding hands, smiling. They know something. Anyway, let's talk. Hello, caller. Where are you calling from? Yeah, Mike. Steve, being region nine. Steve, what's going on, my man? Give me a quick thought. It's you know, it's all it's all scriptural. All the <laughs> stuff's laid out. It's all laid out. Uh, <laughs> hey, hey, first thing though, yeah, um, I, that we can get off the table real quick. Mystery Babylon. Mm-hmm. A lot of people say, "Oh, it's, it's the U.S. It's the U. It's not the U.S. All I got to do is you don't have to be a Bible scholar or anything. Mm-hmm. Just Use whatever search engine you you, you want to use, yeah. and just type in uh, King James Bible Mystery Babylon. Mm-hmm. It clearly states that it's a city over and over again. Mm-hmm. It states it's a city, but but you, you hear some people say that the U.S. is Mystery Babylon. Not that it's not as corrupt as yeah. Mystery Babylon, <laughs> but it's a city. Yeah, it, it's not a nation. That that. that Oh, okay, that being said, yeah. real quick, uh, uh, D- Daniel chapter 7 covers uh, the, the, the nations that will be around in the end times. Mm-hmm. Daniel chapter 7. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the, and, and people can Google these things too, Google yeah. or whatever search engine they want to use. The lion uh, is Great Britain. Mm-hmm. The eagle <laughs> is the U.S., which mm-hmm. we already know this. Yeah. Um, uh, and, and the, the U.S. has the two symbols, the the Eagle and Uncle Sam, boom. Uh, the bears, Russia, yeah. uh, leopard, the leopard is Germany with four heads. Um, uh, there are no 
being said, that's just talking about the uh, end time nation, nations that will be around at the end times. Yeah. And then, and, and then you go to <laughs> Revelation chapter 13, mm-hmm. which is during, is during the time that the Antichrist is in power. Mm-hmm. Which, how do you know that? Because now those ten horns or whatever, they have crowns on them. And it says that basically the guy is mm-hmm. the guy's running things. Mm-hmm. The thing for anybody living here in the U.S., I'm specifically talking about people who live here in the U.S., nowhere else. Yeah. Hey, man. The, the uh, difference is. Yeah. 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 yeah no, no, I was going to say, no, chapter this, 13. Yeah. Go ahead, finish that for me. Yeah, in chapter. Yeah, in chapter 13, uh, Revelation chapter 13, the eagle's wings are not there anymore. Mm. If, if that makes sense. Yeah. It, the eagle's wings are not there anymore, which means two things could be good or bad. Mm. Either the U.S. is destroyed. Yeah. Or the U.S. kind of backs off of that antichrist system, mm. uh, or some, somewhat, mm. somewhat. Well, hey, we, uh, so, it, it's only one or two. Yeah, and that's the thing, like I, you know, it, and that's where, and that's the timing of things, like you know, yeah, well, because we'll, they've they meaning the global orchestrators of this experience, they're trying to basically remove borders and unify nations, so. I remember seeing visual aids about how they're going to try to reunite Canada, Mexico, and the U.S. together and call it, you know, call it some particular name. So if they were to succeed from that standpoint of trying to just knock down borders, you know, put us all together so that you know, it makes it easier to consolidate power under one government with one currency and one everything like that. You know, I, I don't know the timing of all that, but, you know, biblically speaking, you know, that, you know that's, you know, you know, the evil one's objective. In the long run, I think so. You know how it plays out; who knows? But these events we're experiencing now definitely play into it at some extent, some level. You know what I'm saying? So, but uh, hey, let me hey, get some more hey, calls, no, man. I appreciate you as always. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, no doubt about that. I guess the big thing is it, the only thing that people should hear in the U.S. Is, mm-hmm. I'm talking about the U.S., not the rest of the world. Um, here, here, chapter seven, the eagle's wings are there in mm-hmm. Daniel chapter seven. Mm-hmm. In Revelation 13, the eagle's wings are not there. Mm-hmm. Now, here's the hope. Here's, here's, here's the hope. Anyway, I mm-hmm. don't know if the U.S. will be destroyed or blah blah blah. I don't know that. Yeah. <laughs> but but here's the here's the hope out of that. Mm-hmm. Revelation Revelation 12:14 talks about when when Israel is going through their thing and the Antichrist mm-hmm. is going for their throat. Uh, that there's the eagle's wings are provided. Hmm. Uh, it, if that makes sense, right? Hey, man, I, I appreciate you, man. So anyway, oh, we got to get a, a biblical scholar, a couple of biblical scholars, to break that down for us. But thanks for calling, man. <laughs> All right, bro. Be good. You guys take care. Yeah. Hello, Carlos. Where are you calling from? Mike, Tony from Oakland. How you doing, brother? TB, doing good, man. Give me a quick thought. Uh, one more again, and then I'm gonna say, uh, what is, what do you do when people thumb their nose at you? <laughs> uh, huh? Well, people thumb their nose at what me. do you? What do you do when Russia's thumbing their nose at you, giving you the middle finger? When nations are when so when nations are giving me the middle when finger. When Russia, when Russia, right? You continue. You, you you double down. You come up with another narrative. You come up with another another uh, excuse to further try to you know put the put the clamps on them. I assume. No, you can't do anything. 
you, you've been tested in Venezuela. You've been tested in Syria. Yeah. You've been thrown out of Afghanistan. Mm-hmm. And now you want to try to fake the money system and tell them that you've thrown off a, a de- What happens if I tell you you can't use your credit card and you need to use your credit card or you need to find some form of payment? What are you going to do? I'm going to come up with something else, but I'm going to try to use it first and make sure it, it is truly as you say it is. Right. You're going to pay cash. Uh-huh. You're going to write the checks. You're going to you're gonna barter. You're going to do anything you can. You ain't throwing me off the system. Right. You just make find other ways of using my money. Right. And it's only you and me. It's yeah. not me and China. It's not me and, and Afghanistan and all these other countries who are on the SWIFT who can trade in the SWIFT. Right. Right. You didn't. You, you, if you want to hit me in the pocketbook, you're going to have to come awful stronger than that. No doubt. No doubt. So and that's and then, why I, I don't think, you know, I don't think, you know, Putin and Russia, the Russian, the you know, of course, the people who I know what's going on, I don't think they're sweating it as bad as they want the mainstream media to make it feel like, you know, they're bringing the pain on them type of thing. <laughs> Putin, Putin threw in his B team. He's doing his B team and the B team is just going door to door saying, are you, are, are you with us or against us? Right. I'm with you. Okay. We moved down the street right. and bombing, and bombing, uh, uh military facilities. <laughs> he, he ain't, he ain't in there. He ain't like the U S U S going and, and destroy everything with a hammer. Right. Right. And he's, he's methodical because he's going to do the same thing. He, everybody's taken from our playbook. He's going to do the same thing that we did mm-hmm. when we took over Ukraine. He's going to insert his own puppet, his mm-hmm. own government, his the, the military he's going to need. Yeah. So ain't no sense of destroying them because yeah. I ain't got enough people to back me up. But I'm going to show you how good a time you could could have had if you had stayed in Russia's camp. <laughs> there's nobody that's going to do anything about it but sit and watch because there's nobody that can do anything about it. Right. It's all about this Nord Stream 2. If they get Nord Stream 2 through there, they got Europe covered. They're just going to march right on down. Sweden, mm-hmm. you next. You mm-hmm. next, and they just gonna go down the line, right? Now watch this. But here's- so, so the, the this the disruptor of all that. Once the world realized that, once again, like the narrative from last two years ago, you know, that's not really you know there anymore, is that they're on to the next thing, and that's where, you know, uh, the idea of some type of false flag event that could really try to push Russia and Putin over the top, and just the fact they talked about nuclear. Just using that word itself never, you know, comes off good. So, you know, if you're losing them bad enough, you know you're going to lose. You know you can't really win. You play dirty. And you do something that, you know, you can't take back. Check this out. You got a nuclear weapon. I got a nuclear weapon. Nobody wins. Nobody wins. Who goes first? Who goes first? I got a nuclear weapon. You got a nuclear weapon. Who goes first? You or me? The the team is losing. The sore losing. Okay. Okay, so if the team that's losing does it, then the team that's winning is going to do it right behind it because you can't get a nuclear to my bait, to my home, unless you go through Turkey. If I see that thing head off out of Turkey, mine is – I'm throwing two instead of one. Right, but also also keep in mind, you know, I mean, you know, we're talking about, you know, like, like sending them sending them in the form of, you know, the hypersonic missiles. So, you know, they, I, you know, I think their missiles will get here before or get to their destination before ours probably would. But then again – you know, no, who knows what station in Ukraine somewhere. I mean, so we don't know how how long those things been stashed and something. We don't know where the boys could be at. So they could probably already have some some miniature miniature nukes, you know, in Russia right now, just like Russia could have some here right now. So we don't know. But when it comes to nuclear, everybody yeah. knows what everybody's got. There, there's no big secret because look how long Iran's been making nuclear stuff. And they've been, oh, they're almost there. All they need is the rods. All yeah. they need everybody knows what everybody got as far as nuclear. Yeah. I'm not worried about it. <laughs> I'm worried about the next monetary system that's coming along. And 
the next one, and China's not even ready for it. Everybody's mm-hmm. like, oh, China's stepping up next month, next week, next year. No, that they they are not going to outsource the, to me, mm-hmm. my opinion, mm-hmm. uh, they aren't going to outsource the uh, IMF. They got to revalue that basket in July. Mm-hmm. We have a Fed meeting in in uh, in March, mm-hmm. and and then we got another five years before the BRICS nation come along. It's just a slow, methodical build up to it, and yeah. we're we're getting part before the horse. Right. Well, hey man, as always, I appreciate you, man. Let me get some more calls in. Beautiful, brother. Keep your head appreciate up. Appreciate you. Thank you. Bye. Yeah, good stuff, man. Good stuff. So yeah, we, it's. It's 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 a lot. We got a lot to consider as to what's happening and how things are unfolding. But we know one thing um, at this current moment <laughs> in two weeks, the Federal Reserve will be getting together, trying to, uh, I guess, continue with their uh, interest rate hike, quantitative easing, dialing back and quantitative tightening. So we'll find out how that goes. And like I always say, you know, we are approaching that the end of that 90 day period, which I was talking about months ago as to paying attention to the narrative. Like, will there be an event? And of course, since that time frame, since the end of December, beginning of January, I said, be on the lookout for some type of event. And the event, in my opinion, it happens to be the narrative that's being used now, which is Russia, 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 Ukraine, and the fact that. You got the EU looking to do things they've never done before. Their army, they're sending, they're sending troops, and they. I think that I talked, I listened to the EU guy talk about spending three hundred, four hundred million dollars worth of, you know, you know, military and, and equipment, and fifty million of, you know, ammunition, gas, fuel. So the NATO is actually, they've never, to my knowledge, been used at this capacity. They are now ramping up for something, and they're going to now try to push towards the Ukrainian Russian region. And that stuff just doesn't go well. It just won't end well. And so we got the Russian, Putin, uh, Russia and uh, Ukraine talks. It looks like they, it, it stalled today. They're going to do it again tomorrow or something. So we'll see. But in the meantime, you know, dirty actors, man, play dirty. So this will not be resolved in a very smooth, white, smoothed out, talked, handshake type of ordeal, in my opinion. Anyway, let's keep moving, man. So I am missing some calls. Let's get some more calls in. Feel free to let me know what's on your ground, what you're seeing in your neck of the woods. Uh, you know, Greg, you know, you know, we, we know how that's, uh, this whole medical experimentation, what that's all about as well. Uh, <laughs> Roger. Yeah. Uh, I wish it did. In that case, I will wear one with no problem. Anyway, let's keep it moving, man. For, feel free. Let me know what's happening in your neck of the woods. What are you keeping an eye on? You know, this week coming up, you know, what else is underway that we have not touched on? Feel free to bring it to our attention and, uh, let's make it, let's make it work, man. Let's make it work. All right, some more calls here. Hello, Carlos. Where are you calling from? Hey, Mike. It's low blood pressure. Corpus Christi. How's it going? LPP doing good, man. What's in your mind? Give me a quick thought. Oh, yeah. What's going on with Russia, man? Hurry up and nuke everybody. What are they waiting for? <laughs> right. I, I, hope, I hope that don't come to pass, man. <laughs> look, yeah. look, look, look. They are they, crying about the SWIFT, the SWIFT, the SWIFT. Them people, they were never in the SWIFT. Hmm. They're helping them. <laughs> Yeah, so so the, yeah, the, the fact that the SWIFT is becoming a primary topic where when you see headlines giving a description, what is the SWIFT? How does the SWIFT impact Russia? How does the SWIFT? So when you got all these news stream in, uh, sending up uh, news streams talking about SWIFT, 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 that's what they want us to focus on while there's something else happening under the scene. So yeah, look, Mike, this, this is what I think is going to happen. They're gonna they're gonna try to blame on uh, this. 
this, uh, what is it, the Nobel Cyber Pandemic. They're going to blame it on Russia. They're going to tell, oh, it's because we kicked them off the Swift, so they retaliated. Mm. They got it all set up, Mike. Right. Good point. Good point. And, that, and that, that framework has already been set up, and it's underway. So, yeah. But, you know, one, one of the things is interesting, so I'm not sure. I'm sure everybody has to be aware of this, but as a payback towards Russia, because they're so evil and this and that, whatever, you have all of these stores that already purchased Russian liquor, removing <laughs> they're removing uh, Russia vodka from shelves all across the country now. So <laughs> because of what's happening. So it's like, you know, somebody already paid for that, I'm sure. And they're pulling it off the shelves as if it's going to really stick it to Putin and hurt his pockets or something like that. So interesting stuff. <laughs> it's ridiculous. He's got the gold. He'll be all right. Just right. like we will. Right. They got more gold than uh, we know about. And, you know, China and Russia haven't been holding hands for the last decade plus for no reason. So, hey, man, appreciate you as always, boss. All right, Mike. Thanks for taking my call. Yeah. Have a great afternoon. You too. Yeah. Good stuff, man. Uh, so, yeah, as, uh, it's, it's crazy. You know, man, it's, it's, uh, removing the vodka is going to really hurt russia so anyway but we know what's going on they need as many distractions as possible all right what else we got here let's check in the chat real quick uh lbp <laughs> cia oh man interesting all right man so we're at that 45 minute mark let's get ready to dial back um as always uh, for those that are tuned in appreciate you for joining us and uh plugging in you know we have more than enough warning signs about all the things that they are trying to throw our way and just just today, just, you know, once again, cyber attack, you know, the word cyber attack was thrown out there again. And it's one of those things prepared, you know, like, you know, really, you know, they're putting all the pressure as far as, you know, attacking uh, the Russian economy to make it that much easier for them to say, you know, if 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 uh, Russia attacks any of the NATO countries with the cyber attacks that will trigger the article five. And that will give us the right to just, you know what I'm saying? Cyber attack on NATO could trigger collective defense clause official says. So, right. Other than them looking for things to try to sell this narrative, they're coming out of the woodworks with all types of stuff, basically saying that if, you know, if Poland happens to have a cyber attack, you know, we're going to respond. So we're going to hear more of this for some time to come. Unfortunately, until something does actually happen and we know who they're going to try to pin it on. So in the meantime, once again, do as much as you can to limit and minimize your dependency on this old system as it's crumbling down as hard as that will be. But just like what's happening in Ukraine, as well as in Russia and probably even Canada with our brothers and sisters having issues, you know, with their government, expect the same here. And we got, you know, on the bad news, to, in my opinion, that freedom convoy that's halfway through the country heading to D.C., that won't play out too good. And it's going to play in the hands of those that want to do more damage as far as destroying our economy and our country. So I think it's a bad idea, man, for that truck convoy to be heading to D.C. because it will do absolutely nothing. What would have made a big difference is if each individual state would have had a convoy heading towards their capital putting pressure on each and each and individual governor and all the representatives in each state to come to an agreement that all 50 governors, all representatives will then go to DC on behalf of the people and enact some laws that makes a difference because, you know, we can't make change in DC when DC is not even really a part of 
the uh you know the 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 united states in general so they're their own separate entity so anyway uh let's get it down back i appreciate everybody for hanging out back at it again tomorrow same town same place and uh yeah once again be blessed be safe and uh, if you as i mentioned if you're new hit this bell notification hit the subscribe button definitely share these videos so more people can find out what's going on and invite them to the fold and other than that we back at it tomorrow and i will see you guys later peace Visit Rethinking the Dollar throughout the day. Your place for news on metals, gold, crypto, you name it. Scroll down to the bottom and you'll get a chance to see the daily videos, the recommended videos, and more importantly, the five reasons to unplug for the monetary matrix, with the first one being the awakening period. Step number one, test your dollar IQ. 10 simple questions, average is 60%. Follow up with the alternative perspective with the monetary reports. Consider becoming a supporter of the Rethinking the Dollar platform via Patreon. Get a chance to hang out off air as well as additional information that can't be discussed on YouTube. Any support is helpful. With the crackdown on alternative media, the best thing to do is to connect off air. Scroll down to the very bottom. You can find Rethinking the Dollar on Telegram, Audio, Facebook, Twitter, Parler, you name it. The most important ones will be the email list where you can get notified weekly, the Discord page, and make sure you connect on Telegram. And last, don't forget to visit the RTD store where you can get merchandise as well as additional information and resources. And most importantly, scroll down to the bottom and get your weight up with all the limited edition rounds only available on the RTD store.